Welcome to Memorizing Scripture. My name is Gordon Howe. I'm your host. And this week, we are learning 1 John 1.9. Today is the second day of our Memorizing Our Scripture, 1 John 1.9. So let's go ahead and read it together. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. All right, so today we're going to talk a little bit about the context around the verse. And again, doing these things where we can add understanding and meaning to Scripture helps us memorize it even better. So if you haven't read 1 John, the first couple of verses of 1 John, John starts off in verses 1 through 4 about what he's experienced with Jesus. They've heard these things. They proclaim what Jesus has done and how it's real. <clears throat> and he ends verse 4 by saying, this letter is to bring the readers joy. And so the first thing he does after this is paints a magnificent picture of what God is and so, and of who God is. And, and so he, he says, this is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Then he goes on to say, if we have fellowship with him while we walk in the darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Here's our verse. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. And so John gives this wonderful picture of dark and light right at the beginning. <clears throat> there is no darkness in him. He cannot sin. He is the judge of sin and the judge of what is righteous. And so as we're thinking about that, again, in the, in the first part of this, in part one of this week, I briefly talked about that, that we can look at the example, uh, or wait, 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 no, 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 it was the example verse, I think, about dark and light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the 000 episode. I'm sorry. And how Jesus is the light and there's no darkness and how we can dig deeper into that. And there's many examples in the Bible that we can talk about. But as we're reading this and he's just saying, basically, this is how I'm going to set up my thesis statement. God is light and there's no darkness in him. Therefore, because of that, here's other things that I want to talk about. So in verse six, he says, if we claim we're walking with God, so if you're walking next to God and he is light, but we're sinning, we're walking in darkness. In other words, we're not even walking with God because God can't be next to darkness, can't be with sin. He must be separate from sin because he is perfectly holy. So we're lying about our fellowship with God and we're lying to ourselves. And this is dangerous because there's many people out there who think they're Christians and they're not because they're continually sinning. And God's very clear throughout scripture that he is righteous, he is light, and he doesn't walk with the darkness. And so if you continue to walk with the darkness of what scripture lays out, then God has no fellowship with you in that. Now, you might be a Christian as far as you believe that Christ is, is, is your savior and maybe you're walking through different seasons, up and down seasons, but I think what God clearly states in his Bible that if it's a continual sin of unrepentance, that's the darkness. And so if we're not confessing our sins, if we're not having a repentant heart, he's not going to walk with us. 
But in verse seven, if we walk in the light, we devote ourselves to God who is light. We have fellowship with the church, God's true Christians, and therefore God also. So we want to walk in the light and Jesus cleanses us um, from that sin because we choose to live in truth. We choose to walk in the light. We choose to pursue light. And we understand that as sinners, we understand our place, like we're sinners and we must confess and rely on God. And going, continuing, going to verse eight, if we come back and we say we don't sin, we're lying. We're lying to ourselves and God's law is clear that we are sinners. We cannot uphold all the commandments for our entire lives and and God's going to judge that. He must judge us for our sins because he can't be with sin and he lives for eternity and he needs, again, to separate himself from sin for eternity. And that's pretty serious when you think about that. The fact that if God's going to judge you for your sins, even if it's just one sin, he can't be near it. So he has to judge it and separate himself from it. And again, this leads us to our, our verse, our memory verse this week. It says, if we confess our sins, he will be faithful and forgive us to have fellowship with him. Now, you might be thinking, well, if I really believe that Jesus is God and he died for our sins, there are, well, how do I distinguish him dying for my sins forever versus what is this continual sin that you're talking about and continual forgiveness? Well, there's basically there's two kinds of forgiveness to think about. There's the ultimate judgment that God forgave all sins, past, present, and future. It's called judicial forgiveness. And then there's the daily fellowship with God, the parental forgiveness, uh, that if we don't recognize our sin and confess, it's like that father-child relationship is broken. And God doesn't, again, want to dwell with someone who continually sins. It's against his will. It's against his nature. And so verse 10, as we end, uh, it's a parallel to verse 8, where if we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and his word is not in us, which, I mean, that is horrible. This is dangerous because if we're calling God something that he's not, um, it's, it's irreverent, irreverent to him, but also it's a mockery for why Jesus came to save us. So if we're saying that we're not sinning and we're sinning and Jesus came to die for those sins and saying, no, you, you don't need to basically die for my sins because I'm not really sinning. You're cheapening the gospel in that way. You're mocking Jesus for what he did. And so by confessing your sins, you're acknowledging again that you're a sinner and you, you need God and you're relying on God. So <clears throat> I just wanted to work through that a little bit with, with context. There, there's probably a whole sermon series in that. But again, to memorize these scriptures, we, we want to be able to think about some of the things that's going to help us. And I hope that that's what it did. So um, again, be quick to confess your sins. I mean, that's what this verse is saying. All right. Um, again, if you don't have a note card... I like using note cards. Write them down. Um, again, put them in, in multiple spots. Your car, your nightstand, maybe in the kitchen. Constantly looking at it, constantly reminding yourself. Find a person who you're going to recite this to at the end of the week. And if you have any questions, comments, ideas, woes, or things to share on this podcast, I have an email, ideamailbag at gmail.com. Ideamailbag at gmail.com. It's just a little email that I created in case you wanted to contact me. So we're going to repeat 1 John 1, 9 to end our podcast today. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to say each line twice. So that way you can say the second line with me and repeat it and help memorize it by getting involved orally. <clears throat> so if we confess our sins, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just. 
he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. All right. Great job, everyone. Continue to put on the mind of Christ, and we'll see you next time.